Hello, and welcome to episode number 14 of the FlynnMcLaughlin.com podcast. My name is Flynn McLaughlin, and I'm here with a uh, longtime guest, Zach Whip, and Howdy. less frequent guest, uh, my brother, Rowan. Nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, so this, I, I know I keep on saying that the BirdCast part two is going to be my next episode. Um, it was supposed to be like two episodes ago, but... Uh, my other brother, Patrick, is in the process of moving, uh, and I also had found out last night when I was looking on Wikipedia that it's apparently, or it was apparently, National Beer Day yesterday. Uh, so, I've been drinking a lot of beer uh, as I've been sitting around not, not working, and so I figured, uh, why, why not? Why not just make it the beer cast, right? So uh, Why not? Why not? So yeah, here I am, two, two, two cool guys that drink beer, and, and me. Also a cool guy who drinks beer. And uh, at some point, uh, my other friend, Edisham, may be coming in. And he's also a cool guy that drinks beer. So I think we're all qualified here to uh, <laughs> so. tell you a little yeah. something. Um, um, yeah, so before I get too far into the episode and I start losing all of you, I just want to say that because we are all kind of not really doing as much with our, our lives right now, um, if you have any free time and want to, to be on an episode of the podcast, feel free to hit me up. Um, whether or not you have like a particular interest or you just want to be on an episode, just let me know and we'll figure that out. Shout out. Um, let's see. All right. So do you guys want to, want to, want to say anything about, about the topic before we uh, get started here? What are you guys drinking? Uh, I got myself um, a Miller High Life here. Um, I actually should go grab a beer because, for whatever reason, I didn't think to get one. So. Uh, you're going to want I, one. Yeah, you're going to want one. We were dying yeah. pizza <laughs> last episode. I think I, I, think I hope we have some. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll wait for him for a second. But um, what are you drinking, Zach? Got a Corona Extra. Nice, nice. Felt bad. I heard Corona was kind of feeling the pain. Yeah, I heard that that wasn't actually true. Well, yeah, I heard that. Um, I just the, like Corona, then I guess. Yeah, I heard that that article <laughs> was sponsored, or like the the research that was done was sponsored by, like one of Corona's like biggest competitors, and they were like trying <laughs> to make Corona look bad. Um, That's it. I see it did the opposite. They did yeah, a bad job. Yeah, a lot of people seem to take your side on them and take sympathy with Corona. So, yeah, hey man, it's it is my, what it my is. beach beer of choice. I yeah, I mean I'm a Pacifico man personally, but. Uh, yeah, or to, uh, what's it? Ticate? That's pretty Ticate good. Ticate is pretty good. I mean, they all kind of taste. All beer tastes the same. Oh, a lot, a lot, a lot of beers taste the same. <laughs> we'll get into why in a second. All right. Probably has something to do with the same ingredients, right? You might be right. You might be right. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Oh, welcome back. What'd you, you get? I got a Narragansett Lager beer. Oh, nice. Fancy boy. I, uh, I've had I've had Narragansett before. It's pretty good. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Did you get the tall boys or the regular cans? Wow. Just a regular can. Nice. It was like a variety pack. Mm. Nice. Cool. Well, um, all right. Well, that was so, all the questions that I had. Oh, you have a question? Or no? That was it. No, that was the only one. Oh, okay. That was a good. I, I don't. I don't have any. I'm not prepared for you to ask me a question right now. Um, <laughs> I guess I am. I'm more prepared than I will be when I run out of material. So, um, okay. So I'm gonna. This part's not true anymore, but I'm gonna say it anyway. So thanks to JSTOR, uh, I have a few sources from like 100 to 150 years ago, and I do still have those downloaded. Um, they opened up a lot of their their resources to the public. Um, there's more stuff on their open library than there used to be. So I've been looking through that. Um, but thanks to JSTOR, um, I have those. And I, I was reading into the general history of beer um, and looking into like when and how we started producing it. Uh, and then I found some other stuff on Wikipedia, which I ended up actually using. But I didn't just rip it straight from Wikipedia. Uh, I, I, I went to the footnotes and I looked at their sources, so I used. Nice, yeah. I used more sources. I didn't. I barely even touched Wikipedia this time, so. Very scholarly, Flynn. I tried. I tried. I got a lot of time on my hands. I figured, why not? <clears throat> um, but yeah. So, yeah. This this episode is going to be about beer because I was reading about it and thinking about it and drinking it, and so you know, why not? 
as I mentioned on literally episode number one of the FMDC podcast, if you've been listening, uh, beer has been what a, a great episode, right? Yeah, I mean, a, hey man, the first really honestly a true classic, the first one, yeah. <laughs> you never forget <laughs> that. It on the I loved it. Um, but yeah, beer has been a part of the human condition for practically as long as we have been around. Uh, there, there's been beer since, you know, there's been bread. They were kind of the simultaneous sort of, uh, things, um, but being so ancient, um, I don't have any idea really when uh, the first beer was brewed or exactly how it was done. Uh, but we do know that barley was being harvested in Mesopotamia expressly for the purpose of brewing, at least as far back as 1800 BCE. So it's a pretty long time ago. Um, and this information comes to us from a Sumerian tablet that contained the first official record and recipe for beer, uh, which involves crushing a bready substance with honey and herbs, water, dates, raisins, and spice, squeezing it through a sheet of straw, and leaving it to ferment. That's pretty so, wild, right? Like, how long does it take to make a tablet? You know, like, to carve <laughs> out a tablet. Like, how many times do you think they had to test this recipe before they were like, all right, you can you can carve it now, Dave? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're... Probably a lot, right? <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> I mean, they had to have been doing it for a really long time. And this was also, this recipe came from, it was like a, a prayer to the goddess of brewing. Whoa. So, like, this was already... already had a god about it. Yeah, exactly. It was already very significant to them by the time that this was written how down. how was for so long. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, as long as humans have been humans, we've been drinking something like beer, essentially. Um, this concoction uh, wouldn't really resemble our beer today. It would be rainy and thick. Um, it's much more similar to porridge or like a gruel. Um, uh, gross. Yeah, kind of gross. So, it, it, but early on, beer and and bread, uh, they kind of were <laughs> indistinguishable because like porridge. they were real, both a lot <laughs> like porridge. <laughs> so, what uh, um, what do you how how well do you think like a craft brewer would do today, twenty twenty, with like a Mesopotamian style beer, like a porridge gruel? Uh, oh, he would. You yeah, think someone would order it? Someone would buy that, right? Someone would order it. Would it's it. authentic or whatever, but I would try it once. And in Latin America, there are some. There, there's some like South American and Latin American beers that are still like that creamy, gritty con- consistency. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> the worst descriptive. For <laughs> no, beer. I don't want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, if you think about it, a stout is creamy. It's not like yeah, kind of not like uh, the way you're describing it though is like. <laughs> You know, right, it's like, like I'm gonna get like it's like chunkier. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are different than that, obviously, but still, it's it's Definite. the mouthfeel will be you know not that different. It'll just have more more pulp. More like a kombucha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, more like a kombucha. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So there you go. Um, while it may not have been super tasty compared to modern malt beverages, this beer was popular and important to ancient Mesopotamians. Uh, it even appeared in Hammurabi's code. <laughs> Um, with just instructions on the production and distribution of beer. Um, A 2008 article describes the significance of beer to Sumerians as such. The word for beer turns up in texts relating to medicine, ritual, myth, and law. Um, So it's kind of like central to anything that kind of makes humans unique to be humans. Um, um, You know, otherwise it's just food or whatever, but it's, it's clearly much more important to them. Uh, so they have a whole god about it yeah yeah um so the slaves working on the construction of the great pyramids were were given a daily beer ration and uh workers probably also slaves to be honest constructing uh constructing the ancient city of Uruk, uh were also paid in beer um this isn't to say that beer was super valuable on its own but just that anything that had the nutrients that beer had that could be produced in such quantities um obviously had some kind of value to people in charge um, so yep uh, so would they drink like a better version of it or uh, was everybody <laughs> drinking the same the rich um <clears throat> i mean there's no like, money really maybe right. like wine that kind of, like yeah they probably drink like wine or mead or something that would be a little less less fancy yeah um i mean they weren't really drinking to get drunk like it was more of a nutrition thing so but they were yeah, getting it was more of like a nutrition than like also like a safety thing right like the water is basically just all kind of gross and like yeah yeah fermented it's been it's gone through a process that'll keep it for longer so they at least didn't poop in it right and it had to be boiled too (laughs) so 
Um, yeah, okay, so. <laughs> what a dead air with this beer drinking, Flynn. <laughs> Sorry, it is what it is. <clears throat> um, so attempting to discover the origin of beer, uh, a team of researchers in the mid-2000s who were sponsored by a brewing company that planned to recreate uh, the beer from the original tablet I was talking about, the Ninkasi tablet. Um, And they concluded that it was likely that beer came first uh, naturally by accident uh, before bread. Um, So that's the the debate there. Um, That's what they were trying to figure out is which one came first. Um, Hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know if that's really necessarily true. (laughs) <laughs> but they claim that wild barley stored in moist conditions would eventually sprout. So you just imagine like barley stuck in like a in a, a jar um, that would sprout and it would begin uh, feeding and growing once there was some water added to it. <clears throat> and this would just kind of eventually, uh, I mean, the, the yeast that was in the air would make its way in there and it, I, it's kind of convoluted and it seems like a lot of things have to happen in order for this to go down um, but I don't know we had nothing but time back then though yeah I mean I guess so um, <laughs> I don't know but it bound to happen eventually it was bound I guess it was I mean it's just a perfect accident I don't know it's it's one of those It I guess it could have happened on accident um, but the question is I like mean, when what, did they start well, I mean what were they trying to do if it didn't happen on accident though you know yeah, like just keeping barley wet in a container. <laughs> like I don't know right. why it would be kind of wet. Weird, right? Like they didn't well, really explain that. Maybe it's like that. that butter, you know, like how you put butter in water to keep it from going bad. Maybe they uh, were like, maybe if we put barley in water, it'll but never it's go like bad. a seed. And they like, were kind of right. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Um, basically, the the barley it it got it opened up and let the starch get out, which is like sugars, and the yeast would feed on that, and it would turn into like a very simple beer. <clears throat> um, at the bottom of this this concoction, there would be like a barley cake, and a lot of people would try eating that. Um, and so <laughs> that's kind of where people think that bread came from, too. Okay. Um, so that would not the... be bread like, though, would it? If you cooked it, it would. Weird mushroom. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it would be kind of gross bread, but it, if like you a cooked it. wet thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's also important to note that beer became globally popular because. It probably was made on accident somehow, um, or at least an alcoholic beverage like beer, and then it was refined uh, because people liked it and wanted it uh, to taste better or give them better nutrients or whatever. Get them um, drunker. Yeah, but there are aspects of beer uh, that one group may like that others may hate, um, and vice versa. So, for the most part, modern beers have kind of figured out the balance of these things and ingredients um, to make something that most modern audiences would drink regardless of if they would enjoy it um, they'd at least tolerate it because you kind of have to at this point um, if you want to sell it so that's kind of where the problem is with following those like ancient recipes is it's not necessarily going to sell i mean some people will probably buy it but it's not like people are we've evolved (laughs) i wouldn't buy it as much as i've bought corona in my life exactly Um, all right, so, talk a little bit about, oh, what's, what's you cracking up in, in the corona? Uh-huh. Mm, nice. 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 That's what the I would burrito I pizza. The papadilla, dude. One, right? We talked about yeah, the, papadilla. the papadilla. Yeah, the papadilla. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're so, right, wow. <laughs> that was a brief, uh, brief waiting for Eddie break. Uh, we're still gonna, <laughs> we're still waiting for Eddie, but we'll be, yeah, we're going back into the show. Uh, so, we talked about barley, we talked about yeast, uh, but let's get a little more into the ingredients uh, that we put into beer today. First off, barley is still used, um, though often in conjunction with other grains, and this is after a more formal process, which is known as malting. You may have heard of malt before. You might know malt, malt vinegar, malt liquor, malt balls. Um, it's basically just a substance that, <clears throat> it's like I, like I said before with the barley, the, the grains needed to be opened up so basically what malting is is it, it wets the grains opens them up lets the starches come out and then dries them out again and basically makes the grains into like a, a combination of 
like flowery, starchy, sugary stuff, and there's the seeds from the the grain. Um, so there's a little bit of a cleaning process before all this happens, just to make sure there's no like hay in it and everything. But it's <laughs> you know it's hay oh, okay. it, and I mean you're working with grains. Um, you can you know <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> for the starch component, uh, most cultures will use barley, sourgum, wheat, uh, corn, or rice. But in reality, pretty much any starchy substance would work. Um, some cultures use cassava, cassava. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, some use cerveza, Flynn. It's not. No. <laughs> um, some <laughs> use oats. Some use rye. I mean, any any grain uh, will work. <clears throat> um, different grains will produce different brews. Um, so you have oats making a creamier stout-like consistency, um, rye making a more grainy kind of tasting um, pale ale, uh, wheat will make you a light frothy, it's kind of, it's just a very good base, you can kind of easily spice it, um, and then corn and rice, which makes up the vast majority of the beers that we drink in America, uh, make a pretty neutral flat tasting beer. Um, so they're always going to kind of taste similar. So. That's cool. Yep. Um, What's an example of like a corn beer, like a Bud Light? Uh, most American adjunct lagers are made with a combination of corn and rice. So, what? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. that kind of makes sense because they all kind of taste pretty pretty much the same. I mean, yeah. we love corn. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got a lot of that stuff. Yep. <laughs> um, and then there's, I mean, it's it's in different amounts, obviously, um, and they do use barley still. I mean, that's, that's the thing is modern beers will use a combination of different ingredients to get the perfect consistency for what they're looking for. Um, and there's different ingredients that you throw in at different times to make different things happen. So that's what we're getting into here. Um, so most of the styles of beer that we know of today are kind of directly linked to the choice of grain that's used in the wort, um, which is a word that we'll get into, while unique processes and other ingredients generally are tied to the flavoring or the fermentation of um aka alcohol content of the brew um, so generally the style that you know of is coming from what kind of grains are being put in here um, that's most of the time not not entirely but yeah um, okay so that's grains <clears throat> let's okay. talk about yeast and zach you know a little bit about yeast <laughs> yeah emphasis on very little you know very little about yeast yes <laughs> i do know very little about yeast <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeast function in fermentation had long been known, um, long before it actually could be explained. Uh, people just kind of knew that it worked for what they needed it to, and they just kind of rolled with that uh, in, in both the bread application and the beer application, which I found out in the first episode as well. In 1857, uh, Louis Pasteur realized that yeast was performing a chemical reaction by eating sugar, expelling CO2 as waste, and then multiplying. So yeah, somebody's finally doing the science on this because that it took way too long. It took very, very. It took a really long time. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like four thousand years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, I think we got it. Yeah. Um. Pretty crazy. So, shortly thereafter, a man named uh, Emil Christian Hansen, a novelist and full-time chemist working at the Carlsberg Brewery discovered how to domesticate wild yeast, and he worked out that different yeasts behave and feed more effectively at different temperatures. So basically what this means um, is that <clears throat> these these temperatures, um, like the, they affect yeast in different ways. So there's what's called ale yeast and lager yeast, ale yeast being uh, more comfortable in 55 to 75 degree water, while lager yeast is more comfortable in 34 to 55 degree water. Is that Celsius or uh, Fahrenheit? That's Fahrenheit. Those are both super low. Yeah, um, that's just for opening up the yeast, basically. Um, gotcha. You don't boil it yet at this point. So that's why lagering, the term lagering, is basically just a long, slow process of just sitting in cold water. <laughs> or like lukewarm water. Um, so the the book that I was reading to get most of this information... Um, it's, I don't, I don't even know what the name is. I'll get there later. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll shout them out at the end. But um, they described it as this. <clears throat> Lager yeast is a polite, if dry, dinner guest. 
It will consume everything, won't contribute much, <clears throat> and will remain in the background. Ale yeast, by contrast, is a fussy eater that will refuse to consume the residual sugars and byproducts dished out by the wort. Um, basically, <clears throat> just saying that lager takes longer and just sits there for a very long time. And uh, this this kind of creates a divide amongst a lot of brewers about how long you're supposed to let your brew lager. Um, and that's like like American adjunct lagers, like we're talking about, like your Budweiser, whatever. Um, those are all, they only sit for like a week, like two weeks, three weeks. I was going to say weeks. like they give it like seven or eight minutes. Yeah, like they don't sit very long. Um, seven like, or eight minutes. <laughs> so you're, you're looking at uh, World's Best Beers, 1,000 Craft Brews from Cast That's the one. Uh, Cast a glass by Ben McFarland. There yeah, we go. I, I would know his words anywhere. <laughs> that's my man, dude. That's my man. <laughs> a true yeah. gem. A true gem. Um, so that's that's really all I got for yeast. I'm not really like an expert on yeast, and there's a lot to talk about with it that I don't know. There's a lot of varieties of yeast, and they all do different things. Like I said, everything you change has an impact on the beer at the end. So. I don't know. Um, well, I just learned that some like it hot and some don't. Right. I didn't know there was cold yeast. That's cool to know. Yeah. Lagering, that's what lagering is. is It's a cold process. I knew that lagering was a cold process, but I didn't know what it meant or when it came to the process. I don't think I've ever heard that as a verb before. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, well, I don't think I have either. True. Well, there you go. Maybe I heard it and I thought they were talking about lumberjacks. Nice, nice. Like log, log, sorry. <laughs> like no, log good, one. No, good one. I think that's log rolling, Zach. Uh, um, <laughs> so one plant that is central to our modern beer and has been since the Roman times uh, is, of course, the hop. Uh, so some people hate them. Some people love them. Hey, man, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Pliny the Elder in the 6th century uh, dubbed hops lupus salicarius or wolf plant uh, due to a creeping fondness <laughs> for growing wild among willow trees and soil like a wolf among sheep not really sure what that means classic plenty yeah that guy <laughs> needs to take a sit he yeah you know, i'll let him name a plant that's fine <laughs> i just as long as well yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know he did a lot of plants and he did not have a lot of good reasons for it <laughs> that is true yeah I, I can't understand the wolf among sheep thing that doesn't really make a lot of sense i mean um, what would you call hop suck? Oh wow! I mean, I'm not saying hops is a bad a bad word for it. He well, called he it call wolf hops. Plant. Yeah, he called it. Yeah, he called it yeah. lupus salicarius or whatever. Yeah, but like instead of wolf plant, like I wouldn't call. I mean, it wolf they don't know what what language did Pliny speak? Latin. Like, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Well, then you know whatever lupus salicarius is fine. Then I guess. I guess <laughs> name it in your own <laughs> language. Hop is a great whatever. English version of that. It's a <laughs> lot agree. shorter anyway. I agree. Um, <clears throat> so the plant had some known medicinal properties and it was used as a treatment for some issues. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the, the article didn't say, <laughs> but, uh, it hadn't yet been used in the brewing process up to this point. Um, this development will come around the mid to late eight hundreds from a German nun named Abbess Hildegard Bingen, who it is claimed was also the first person to write about the female orgasm. Nice. So there's a fun fact for you. <laughs> um so to shout out we wouldn't have ipas if it weren't for the, the first <laughs> for the lady comer so shout out <laughs> to that um, <laughs> so now hops would fairly quickly become central to european brewers by the 14th century and it was uh brought deliberately with europeans to the new world in the 1600s um while many people see hops as being similar to like similar in the 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 application um to grapes in they cultivation the, they grow on a vine right they do grow on a vine yeah they grow on like a 20 foot long vine uh, that's cool yeah. i didn't know that yep uh so many people see hops as being similar to the grapes but that's not exactly the case um it's true that they vary significantly in flavor depending on the genetics or the soil that they're grown in um but they don't provide any sugar um they're not really there for actual fermentation they're just kind of there for flavoring so, um, their terpene profile. Yeah, bro. As terpenes. So... <laughs> what, what's so, a terpene, Flynn? Terpenes are basically like the the flavory, oily substance that uh, it's it's a part of it's a part of coffee. It's a part of 
hops, and it's a part of marijuana. I should have looked at this um, list a long time ago. There is, I like the lemon one. Terpenes yeah. are crazy, and hops are crazy, and um, yeah, so hops is a very close cousin to the marijuana plant, so it looks pretty similar, and a lot of the stuff that you learn about it is actually the same, which is interesting. So I'm pretty sure the first time you um, you tried an IPA one, you texted me, and you're like, dude, this is just like weed beer pretty much right well because it tastes it's so like distinct it's very weird yeah <clears throat> like it has a skunky it. kind of bitterness actually smoked weed before yeah because it's illegal oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah. um there are two basic times when hops are going to be added to the brewing process or to the brew i guess during the brewing process um and for that reason there are bittering hops and finishing hops um, so while any variety of hop can be used at any point, uh, certain strains function better under certain conditions and for certain things. So it's just how they end up. It's similar to the yeasts in, and just, you can use any yeast for whatever purpose. It's just some work better at different temperatures. So you want to use it at different times. You get that cold yeast. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that lager yeast. Right. So, um, <laughs> Bittering hops, as their name suggests, impart an intense bitter flavor to the beer um, due to what are known as alpha acids, which I don't really understand, so don't ask me. Uh, and they are added early into the process, and it brews with the other ingredients, um, kind of just mixing the flavor in like a lot better than if it was just... Well, we'll get there. <laughs> um, so you probably guessed it, but finishing hops uh, are added at the end. They tend to be more aromatic and heavy with hop oils, but they, then they don't really last well um, brewing or boiling for long periods of time. Mm. And so that's why they are put in at the end. Um, so to touch on terpenes for you a little bit here, uh, lupulin is the, the substance that makes up terpenes, basically. And so the article that, or the, the book I was reading describes lupulin like this. Uh, the flavors are complex, ranging from anise seed and basil to wet hay, citrus, lemongrass, and lychees, <laughs> tobacco, and nutmeg, pine, fresh grass, and juniper. So, very wide Imagine range. someone, like, interested in a wet, a wet hay beer, please. I mean, that's Your what you, hay, if you please. read beer reviews ever, that's kind of what you get. And they're like, nice straw <laughs> smell. It's like, okay. <laughs> Earthy. <laughs> Yeah. So. Very good grass flavor. Right. I mean, people are going for that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's yeah. I don't know. I love dirt. I love dirt. Give me a dirt beer. <laughs> yeah. So we're probably running out of time for me to go through my articles. Um, the, the ones I got from Jay's tour, like I said earlier, I didn't think I was going to have time. And I don't. Look at that. Uh, so I just kind of want to briefly run through the average brewing process because I feel like I've kind of danced around that this whole time. And I haven't really, like, <laughs> just explained it um and i wrote up this whole little thing so here we go i i took what the textbook gave me and i made it even simpler so enjoy Incredible. step number one milling uh the malt gets crushed up in a mill making grist which is a grainy mixture of starch and grain shells very simple not much else going on there (laughs) this grist step number two goes to get mashed uh, it's in a large vat and it gets mixed up with a hot, about 150 degree water, so not quite boiling. Um, and this will coax out the sugars within the starch and certain temperatures will bring out different kinds of flavor. Um, so mm-hmm. once it's been mixing around and stewing for about an hour, a lot of the time people take it off heat and put it back on heat and like, you know, do all kinds of stuff with the temperature to br- try and bring out different types of sugars and different types of carbohydrates out of the, out of the mash. Um, that's another complicated thing that I don't really understand. Um, so it takes about an hour for this mash to stew, <clears throat> and then this becomes what is known as the wort, W-O-R-T, uh, which is a thick orange goop that holds all of the sugar from these grains, but it also has all the nasty little shell bits, uh, and those get run through a sieve and cleaned out. So, but so the goop the goop stays and the shells go yeah the goop is basically like i was this is the syrup i was talking about earlier with you off right. off air it's basically like a syrupy yeah it's like a syrupy gross like sugar mixture it's apparently like super super sweet um and the sweeter it is the more alcoholic the beer can be potentially because um, sweeter means there's more food for the the yeast so 
And us. And us. Yeah. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> uh, so step number <laughs> like three. Syrup, please. Yes. Mm. Uh, step number three is boiling. So this wort gets transferred into a large vat called a copper, which is shockingly made out of copper. Um, what? Yep. <laughs> it begins a slow <laughs> bubbling boil. Um, and this beginning of the stage, well, beginning and end of the stage, uh, this is when the hops are added. So bittering hops are is this added. The finishing hops? Hold on. So I'm so sorry. It's okay. The bittering hops are added at the start of the boiling, um, and then finishing hops will be added about an hour later once it's boiled uh, off and the, it's finished and cooled. Uh, see, I was thinking the finishing hops would come in like week two. You know, it doesn't boil for like they're a coming week. in like oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you're right. That does that up. Yeah. But I mean, okay. Yeah, but hold on, Zach, because there might be something boiling. might be something you like here in the end here. So. Um, so this mixture of the, the 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 wort and the hops and everything kind of sitting together after it's been boiled, it'll just sit there is like a goop in the vat, in the copper, quote unquote, uh, and it will aerate, which gives the yeast enough oxygen to kind of do its thing. I do um, like yeast. Yeah. Canonically. So, <laughs> that's true. You love it, dude. I, that's, I, did, I, I listened to episode number one. I know. Yeah, I love that stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, we all know. Everybody's listened anyway. Exactly. Fans. I'm sure anyone who's all listening to this episode has listened to number one. Jesus Christ, if there's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> We're all fans. Yeah. Um, so step number four, fermentation. So this, the wort goes through another filtration and is pumped into a fermentation vessel, which I guess could be anything. It's kind of vague about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so after about an hour of sitting in this vessel the yeast will kick off and it, it says in the article don't be afraid if it doesn't look like it's going off in an hour <laughs> um it's it takes you know it depends and it will look like it's doing nothing until it just starts kicking off and it goes crazy classic yeast it will create a large mass of bubbling foam that is temperature controlled in order to keep the key, to keep the yeast alive so there's like cooling stuff and heating stuff in there trying to keep it at the perfect temperature like we were talking about um because mm-hmm. if it gets Basically, if it gets too active, then it'll become too alcoholic and can kill the yeast, or it'll get too hot and the yeast just will die. Like a lot of things can go wrong, um, so you gotta you gotta be careful. Um, but typically, the yeast will tire before consuming all these sugars, and that's honestly a good thing for most beers because it leaves flavor and adds some bulk to the the brew. Step around five, yeah. Step five is conditioning. And this is where the beer sits, waits, and develops a more complex flavor. Um, like with most fermented concoctions, the longer it sits, the deeper and stronger the flavor will be made. Um, so one big point of contention, like I was saying earlier, is the amount of time that you let your beer lager. Um, so a lot of... Well, I guess I'll just read the direct quote here. While loving brewers will let their lagers sleep for a few months, mass market lagers are rudely awoken from their slumber after just a couple of weeks, dragged out of bed and sent off to work. <laughs> this guy speaks in metaphors. I don't know why. local pub. <laughs> um, so, additionally, this, this conditioning step is another point when brewers may want to add hops to their beer. Um, so this process is known as dry hopping, and this will add extra aromas to the beer. So a lot of like India pale ales and a lot of stuff like that, uh, they, they're dry hopped. And this will add um, just extra bitterness, but also extra flavor. So those sit there for like a week or a day or an hour? The hops? Yeah, the dry the dry hopping. Those usually go hops. in like, they can go in whenever in the process you want to put them in. And different brewers will experiment with different times. Um, I see. Generally, it's like around the middle. But, nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, step number six, filtration. This one's pretty simple. One more time through these filters, and it will get out all the gross bits. Um, so some of the beers that I've drank in the past, uh, whether or not on purpose, uh, they had a little bit of residual sugar and yeast in them, and that mm. just happens sometimes. That's some some beers do it like they they put it in there on purpose, um, but sometimes <laughs> you just get a beer that has gross sediment on the bottom. But, yeah, Um, I'm not really huge on it, but it is what it is. But (laughs) so the filtration process is meant to take out that stuff. It'll take out sediment and other gross stuff that people like me don't want to drink. So there you go. (laughs) Um, And last but not least, pasteurization and packaging. Um, Not all beers, especially not craft beers, go through this pasteurization process. 
um, but many do. So, uh, like with milk, basically you bring the beer up to a near slash partial boil, seal it, and that's it. Um, mm. It's in a bottle, <laughs> so or a can or whatever. Um, so some craft beers don't do that because they love pathogens. They want us to all get sick on their gross beer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, it takes away a lot of flavor. Um, it'll damage, yeah, but you know, whatever. You guys ever had uh, unpasteurized milk before? <clears throat> no. No, I haven't. Tastes just like a cow. Just like a cow? <laughs> no, it doesn't taste any different. Huh? Uh, yeah, that's why I, I was wondering. Because, like, like, it doesn't... I have not, I can't tell the difference. But really? maybe... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't... I don't drink a lot of whole milk, so maybe I just uh, I That's equate true. it. So yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I probably just interpret it as whole milk. I only drink two percent. I don't really drink yeah. milk anymore anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not a baby. Well, so is that the end? Problem. That's that's the packaging, and then they're done. Yep, that's the end of the beer process. And then enjoy. That's, yep, enjoy. Bring bring it back from your local well, your local beer store. If you're in Pennsylvania, you're just your beer store. Or your grocery store, and uh, yeah, enjoy responsibly. If you're in oh, Maryland, wow, you gotta go to the liquor yeah, store. So. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so let's hey, see. Hey, so I thought it might be fun, Flynn, if we described the beers that we're drinking, since we're all basically drinking the same gross beer, right. except for Rowan, who's gone a little classier. He's got a log. He's got a lagerized. What was it? Lagerated. Logation. What? What are you, what are you saying? To me? What's it when you make a lager? Lagering, lagering, yeah. You got a lagering beer, a lagered beer, a lagered beer. <laughs> I told uh, I post in the chat. What's like a, a a flavor descriptor for your beer that you're drinking? Oh wow, you really? What is all this? I just copied and pasted it from a guy on the internet. I would describe yeah. this beer as. Uh, <clears throat> you are drinking a Miller High Life, correct? I'm drinking a Miller High Life. It's got a nice hay consistency. Uh, a light head um, it <laughs> tastes uh, I get nice uh, malty rich deep roasty cereal tones um, more adjectives um, six more it's no, kind funny. of molasses no <laughs> it's got a malt complexity <laughs> autumnal scalded milk and rusted scalded milk <laughs> um, that scalded milk one is definitely yeah. I know that I would describe this mouthfeel as <laughs> Oily, velvety, yeah. and dry. Um, mm. The champagne of beers, as it is. <laughs> yeah. And Very dry. Uh, the, to describe Thicker the thin. alcohol flavors, it definitely has, it definitely, uh, strength. Strength, it's strength. Just strength. Yeah, it's heat warm. To it. It's got heat. It's got heat. Vodka. <laughs> what is that? Vodka is a descriptor in the yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's it's weird, <laughs> the worst yeah. aftertaste for a beer to okay. have. I feel like Edishom's trying to get in here and he just can't. He says, "Where's the button?" Oh jeez, Eddie. Oh, click Eddie. on. Podcast. Oh jeez. He just needs to join the. Click on the. the, the open server. Tap on podcast. podcast. See, this is a good time for him to be on here, though. It's fine. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. He missed all of the important world building, and now right. he's talking adjectives. Uh, all right Rowan. well what do you got with uh with a narrow gas it what do you like about it what's your just take one from from each of the adjective categories <laughs> all right that sounds good <clears throat> um i guess i'd say this narragansett lager beer is uh pretty um uh kind of grainy okay okay uh you know it's uh Ron, I want you to sound smart. This is I put all these words in here because yeah, I gotta want use you confidence. To sound a smart guy. Yeah, you no, gotta no, be no, confident. No, 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 you just no, say no, stuff. No. no one's gonna check. No, the, the ball flavor was definitely grainy. <laughs> definitely grainy. <laughs> Go on. Uh, the hop flavor is, is just so brilliant. I, I, can't, even, I can't even describe it to you guys. Really. Toffee like almost. Would you say zippy? <laughs> I, I might say zippy. Yeah, that was that could definitely describe it. Spring like. Um, pungent <laughs> it's definitely uh aromatic but also a little musty um Ooh. horse blankety for sure horse <laughs> blankety you guys, <laughs> you guys know what i'm talking about oh i know oh, I, know I know exactly you're what you're talking about i love that uh, horse blankety-ness like a low carbonation for sure right <laughs> um 
<laughs> you know, I, I'm not, pinpoint I'm not carbonation. <laughs> I, you know, I would describe the Corona as a pinpoint carbonation. Really, it really got lovely. it. Got it right. Hmm. Sorry, Rowan. I, um, I didn't mean to interrupt. How no, do you describe no, no, the mouthfeel okay. or the body of it? Right. Uh, you know, it's pretty thin, honestly. Ooh, it's a good uh, beer, but it's a, okay. It's, it's a thin beer. A yeah. sweet okay. mouthfeel. And as far as the the warm ethanol alcohol flavors, uh, I'd definitely say vodka. Vodka oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's the one. Tastes like I'm drinking vodka. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you know how I feel about the the conditioning of my my Corona. It's definitely going to be uh, spritzy, a oh, sparkling oh, spritzy. zippy. Yeah. Uh, it pinpoints that specifically, and uh, I give it a, a bread like grainy. Uh, kind of a deep richness, mm. uh, sort of yeah, cereal. Okay. Uh, and then cookie, cookie light, closer cookie to light. citrusy, but I didn't put any lime in it, so I would call it more of a zippy or mm-hmm. a lemony, mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's kind of got the flavor of a fresh baked bread. Wow, great flavor. Oh, okay. Well, uh, and note, I would describe the warm uh, <laughs> ethanol as a uh, warm, warm, <laughs> warm. <laughs> well, I would wait for Edisham, but um, I what simply do I don't have the time. I don't think he's gonna make it. This man doesn't know how to work Discord. So, is he on um, his phone? Yeah, he is. See, this is where all the technical issues ever come in. I know. Is anyone using their phone for anything? It's terrible. I mean, honestly, it's more. I'm pretty sure you just click on the. You join the server the same way as you would on the. Oh, I, I was giving Eddie an out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, I, I was being polite. It is quite literally the I'm same so, user sorry, interface. Sorry, it is very easy. <laughs> sorry, Eddie. I didn't mean to call you out. Wait, is he gonna join or no? Oh, he keeps. I have. He's he, online. I I, you need to look, Zach. You need to look at the. I am not. Maybe I'm not friends with Eddie. Oh, maybe. I do see him there. He's on his phone. It says, but it, it could just be that he has the app open in the background. Right, but he's texting me also. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. I don't should we switch over to Skype? No, I mean it's too late use. now. I mean it's he's. Oh, he's here. Oh! He's here. Oh my god. Well, wow. Eddie. Eddie. What's Hey guys, he made it. <laughs> Welcome to the end of the episode. All right, we'll just start over. Let's cut everything else out. Yeah, let's just start. Yeah, let's just start all over. <laughs> wow. Well, well, can you tell me more about? <laughs> all right, Eddie, are you drinking anything right now? Uh, yes. I have okay. Days. How would you describe it? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, spicy. Spicy? Spicy. That's not an option. What is it? No, it's an option. What is it? That's in uh, how you describe a hop flavor. It's right next to herbal. I just had a kombucha beer. Oh. Mm. Yeah, spicy sounds right. (laughs) Very briefly. Do you like it? What is it? Uh, I I don't. I don't. I don't. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) No shout out. Don't tell us what it is. Yeah, I want to know. Somebody brought over like a four pack, and I was like, I got one, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna try it. It's just, uh, it's too spicy. It's, it's, too like, spicy. it's thick. It's too thick and spicy. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> well, that's good. Those are, those, that's yeah. how you describe the mouthfeel and the, the, the flavor. So, yeah, would you give it a caramely or toffee like, cookie like? No, no, no I, none of that. I'd, I'd say like a ginger ale with like a red, red chili flakes. Oh, god, <laughs> oh, god, that sounds Dude. awful. Yeah, you should not drink it, Eddie. Yeah, I'd stop drinking that. Um, well, Edisham, as I mentioned, you came out at the end of the podcast. We can extend this another right, uh, right. six minutes if you want. Uh, we're at 54 <laughs> well, minutes. Mean... Nice. We got a whole hour? Yeah. What are wow. what are the, 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 the key things you guys talk about? Yeah, let's uh, do a, a test. Most Flynn's gotten. <laughs> Flynn's gotten, like, really strong, Yeah, I don't know right? if you saw from the thumbnail that uh, this, this episode's going to have. My, my image has gotten much buffer. Flynn's hot. <laughs> Like, Flynn is, like, out. really hot right now. Mm-hmm. No, for real. Yeah, I'm working been... for him. This, this whole quarantine thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I've been making hella pizza, but it's working. <laughs> it's yeah, they look, they look really good. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, they do look really good. Yeah. It's it's hard to work in, uh, with a home oven, dude. It's not easy. Yeah, you got to get one of those brick mm-hmm. ovens. I'm yeah, working on it. brick oven. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I want to get a I mean, pizza. Yeah, you got enough lawn space. You could waste some on a brick oven. Oh, absolutely. We have a whole backyard. That's totally we use. Gina just takes shits back there. There's really nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she sat on the porch. Uh, not as much. No. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. 
Not to yeah. air your dirty laundry. No, nah, that's okay. Dog nah, we, we clean it up. It's okay. Yeah, I know. You, you sweep it into the blood. No, no, we pick it up. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm sorry. Um, I live a thousand miles away from you. That's true. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. How you guys been holding up? Pretty good. Pretty good. Been chilling. I guess for, we can talk about that. What, for what, What are you talking about? Yeah, what do you mean? We've been ignoring well, the coronavirus know, the, the this thing. whole time. The thing, you know, yeah, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we're on the we're on the, the the no one's listening to this except for the true fans, so it's fine. You know, AKA, I'm not anyway. no way. Yeah, it gave me AKA when I'm just editing. <laughs> just just Flynn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I usually listen to the whole episode when I listen to. It. Wow, what a kindly man. Well, the problem is that no one's listening to podcasts right now. I don't. I hate to sound like Papa that's John. That's true. I hate to sound like Papa <laughs> no, John, but the staying coronavirus. Staying <laughs> coronavirus really taking my. <laughs> Numbers. No yeah, one's got free time it. anymore. It's like I listen to the podcast on commute. Right, exactly. I listen <laughs> okay, to it in my car all the time. You guys don't listen to why you play video games? Not really, because uh, I'm usually playing video games sitting next to Elizabeth. So like, yeah, uh, I play a little bit. I've been playing COD and uh, my nice. DS. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. That's all I've been doing. Yo, fuck yeah, you, Animal awesome. Crossing people. <laughs> I can't Eddie, help what? it. Okay, wait, Eddie, do you mean that in that you don't own a Switch, you'd like to play Animal Crossing, but yeah, you can't? Yeah, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, well, when this is all over, come on over. You got, you got a place in my town. Uh, <laughs> Eddie's like, fuck off. No. All right, well, I'll see you in Call of Duty. I'll shoot your fucking brains out, asshole. <laughs> y'all, should, y'all should help on Cod. It's cross-platform now. What? Oh, uh, which one? Which is, what's the cool one now? I, I think this one's... I don't know, yeah, wow, I think it's just called Modern Warfare. That's it, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, what? Isn't there, like, six of those? Yeah, is that the one that's in space? No, no space. I don't don't even know the campaign, honestly. (laughs) There's no space. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'll just just get that, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Modern Warfare is discriminating. We can can bring podcasts back. We can bring them back. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Welcome to Com Podcast. Going to do a single handle. I don't think this episode <laughs> is, but you know what? I did some of my best research for this one, so yeah, it's wow. good. Yeah, can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, you you'll get to you'll get to join at the end. <laughs> feel important. Uh, <laughs> I wish Eddie had been here. Are you sure you don't want to start over, Flynn? I don't. I don't really. <laughs> no, 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 want to guys, start guys, over. it's okay. Yeah, give him some give him some highlights, Flynn. What's the coolest okay. thing about beer? Um, yeah, coolest what, thing. What did you guys learn? Well. Do you want the coolest thing or the funnest fact from the day? Both. I get both. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it was both. Damn it. So, uh, um, Eddie, I've had like nine Coronas in the last hour. Sorry, well, damn, bro. I'll start with the. <laughs> I'll start with the, the 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 most the most useful fact. Uh, so the vast majority of the beers that you drink, Edisham, as an American. Uh, those are are made with corn or rice as the predominant grain um, used in the mash. Grain, right? Hay stuff like grain. Grain, yeah. You mean you use hay, wheat, uh, corn, rice, rye, any grain, anything you'd use to make bread, you can use to make beer essentially. Um, so wow. if you can make flour out of it, it can it can be drank. Uh, A cereal product. Yes. Yeah, so corn and rice make up the vast majority of. Your Budweisers, your Millers, all those, uh, they're basically all corn and rice. So that's why they all kind of taste similar, like Natty Bow and everything kind of tastes yeah. the same. Um, it's because it's all made of corn and rice. Beer. Um, so there you go. Shout out. So that's. Did you guys talk about the. You guys talk about like the first sip effect? No. No. I like uh, the first sip of beer is like the best, and it just gets worse. <laughs> well, hold true, on. I'll test, right. I'll test that theory right now. You can't. The theory I've heard. I can't. Oh, you mean of like a fresh can or just in general? Yeah, I think a fresh can. The first sip okay. ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Entire life. You took the first know. sip of beer in <laughs> the all universe. All downhill from here. I will say the first <laughs> sip of beer I had was foul, and I hated it. Yeah, same. Yeah. Probably natty same. bow, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it was hot natty bow. Oh, nice. It might as well have been microwaved. <laughs> Mine's probably Guinness, honestly, but I don't really know. <laughs> If I know anything about uh, my dad. Classy guy. Yeah. Guinness would put me off beer probably forever if I thought that's what beer tasted like. Well, <laughs> it took me until college to start drinking, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really drink it until I was like 20. Yeah. Because I thought alcohol was gross. Still still is pretty good. It's so cool. Still kind of, still kind of good. Yeah. But beer's good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Lemoncello is really good. You guys had that stuff? Lemoncello? No. 
it's like grain alcohol, but you like put it in a jar with lemons for a month. Mm-hmm. And you shake it around, and mm-hmm. it just tastes like lemonade. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You get so drunk because it's like a hundred, you know, eighty whatever proof. Wow. Oh wow! It's amazing. Oh wait, okay, Eddie. Do you yeah, want, you want the fun fact? Um, yeah. I didn't give you the funnest fact of the day. <clears throat> yes. So. <laughs> Why did you hold him out on? Well, I gave him the cool <laughs> fact, the useful fact. I didn't give him the fun fact though. Okay. Um, I can. <laughs> I didn't find it in here yet, actually. <laughs> pretty fun. So. Where is it? What the heck? What it's about that lady. The... Oh, there it is. Oh, the, the first lady, the first nun from Germany. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, <clears throat> um, <laughs> so hops, you know hops, Eddie? You're, you're familiar with hops? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, the plant had been known uh, since the Romans uh, to have some medicinal properties and was used as a treatment for certain ailments, um, but it hadn't been used in brewing. Until the late 800s, when a German nun called Abbess Hildegard Bingen, uh, who is also claimed to have also you know, to been the first person to write about the female orgasm, uh, began Ooh. using hops in the her brewing process. So, quite a yeah, quite a career, quite a lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, shout out to that. That's the fun fact of the day. That um, was really fun. Yeah. yeah, it's a good fact. Oh, no, that pretty fun. You, you, we we only have hops in our beer because. Because Miss Bingen was having fun, so I think yeah. I don't think that's think the same. They're related. I don't they're think related. they're related. They're no. totally related, one hundred percent. I mean, we'll, we'll never really know. So we'll never know. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. been a thousand years. Yep. So sorry, but uh, that's all I really got for you guys today because we are at an hour and two minutes. Um, I so loved this it. Is the longest episode we've ever done, and it's also a hey. multi-person episode, and it worked okay if we had uh, <laughs> coordinated a little better. But yeah, sure. I also made this plan today, so you know what? I'm yeah. I'm alright with it. Hopefully we'll be able to do this a little more smoothly in the future. Um that'd be great. But uh, if if not, then I appreciate you guys uh, doing this little experiment with me and uh I'm sure that my, my fans will be hearing more from you guys soon, so Smash that like button. Smash that motherfucking we'll like see button. You on the next one. Leave a review share. wherever. Share and subscribe. Share. There's subscribe. only one place to leave a review, isn't it? Like it's Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcast. the only place. Yeah, you can't do it anywhere. Else. Um, give me, yeah, give me five stars. Podcast, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually tried. I don't. <laughs> I've never voted. I've never rated myself, but there's no need to. I've got like I twenty listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah, I you I can tell you wrote a review one time, Zach. I can read it. Yeah, you can tell what I do things. <laughs> but that's I'm fine. A jackass. It's fine. It's fine. It's my name on everything. No one has to know. So that's cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for being here, and thank you for listening, Good listeners. Time, um, yeah, support your your local podcasts and support your local breweries. <laughs> um, like I I actually wrote in my notes here. You should uh, you should check out and see if your local breweries are doing delivery. I know the one near my neighborhood is. Oh, really? Um, so I've That's actually cool. been getting beer delivered over the internet. So yeah, mine too. Um, where are you, gonna, check where that are you guys out. getting beer delivered from? East End Brewery uh, in Pittsburgh, baby. All right, shut up. Flip. Where <laughs> are you getting your beer from, <laughs> <buddy>? <laughs>